You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the final hour of the week here on the Ken Miller Show. 1700 KBGG. Trent Conant and myself talking sports with you right up until 2 o'clock today. Then Jimmy B and TC for your drive home. Uh, They will be back on your radio at 4 until 6. I look forward to that program. Trent, just re- this is a short segment because we got to get to Tom Kicker at about oh, 10, 12 after somewhere in there. Um, quarterback, most important position in all the sports. Eight quarterbacks playing this weekend. Uh, number one and number two are easy, mm-hmm. right? It's Brady, it's Roethlisberger. Who's three in your mind? Is it Breeze over Matty yeah. Ice? Yeah. Even I'm at 39 years old? Still a Breeze guy. I am too. This year, the numbers were... There were times watching New Orleans where you're relying more on the run game, more Ingram, more Kamara. Mm-hmm. You're seeing Less the, Adrian believe, Peterson. You know, yes, absolutely with that. <laughs> See, you saw it at times, some regression out of Breeze, but it's it still has to be Breeze. Matt Ryan hasn't looked right all year, I didn't think. It just something has been off. And I'm that's, not sold on his offensive line. I think no, that's the... Yeah. I mean, their center's really good, but other than that... Uh, out on the edges, I'm, not, I'm just not sold. Um, who's four, then? If you've got Breeze... I'm not taking Keenum over Ryan. No, I don't think you can. Not take a Bortles, Certainly, obviously. I think Bortles would be eight, and then you work your way from there, right? Mm, Mariota, no. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Foles, seven. Mariota, six. Keenum, five. Ryan, four. Yeah. I think that's probably the way you would do it. Yeah, pretty definitive. Who are you taking one? Still Brady? Oh, Brady. You have to. Yeah, he's Tom Brady. He's had the Achilles. And I love Roethlisberger. This isn't a slight of Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger is one of my guys. I mean, I love watching Roethlisberger with one guy draped on his left shoulder, <laughs> one guy behind his back trying to pull him down. I said it before, and it does. I love the wildlife shows, right? Yeah, yeah. When the wildebeest is surrounded by the by the lions, and they've, they're trying to get the wild. That's kind of like Roethlisberger <laughs> is. And he shakes him off, and the wildebeest gets free, and he shakes him off, and he throws the ball down the field. D'Antonio Brown, and away they go. Uh, I love Roethlisberger's game. Watching him in, in uh, what was it, Super Bowl 43? Well, the Arizona game, whatever one it was, 42-43. Um, he's just so fun to watch. He's a huge, huge guy. Huge man. Huge man. Yeah. Brady. He's still number one. Yeah. He's, he just, how does he keep doing it? Well, he's got a TV show out now. I think it's on YouTube or something. It's a fighting time. I don't remember. You've, have you not seen it advertised? Oh, it's been everywhere. Um, it's it's about his family. It's about his diet. It's about being Tom Brady. The the TB twelve like system. Yeah, part of his brand. Uh huh. But they've taken the show to maybe it's maybe it's not YouTube. Maybe it's one of the and again Netflix my age is or, showing. Yeah, yeah one okay. of those things A that's streaming to, service. Right, that's trying to take the place of TV in mm-hmm. the years to come. And I'm guessing he's got some stock in the company. Uh, yeah. That uh, wants to. And what a better way to, you know, to see if you can. Elevate your stock by bringing a show about you and oh, supermodel. <laughs> Pretty good one-two punch. Makes me want to figure out how to you know get this on my television. Um, but yeah, Brady is still one, even at forty years old. Yeah, yeah. And look what he's done it with over his career, right? Look Completely changes differences. Yes. Julian Edelman hasn't been there all year long. Absolutely, all year long he's been gone. Amendola hasn't been 
the replacement no, he that has. he's needed. No, uh-uh. And, and another evolution of him is the way they use their running backs now. Mm-hmm. And a myriad of them. Of them. But, mm-hmm. you know, early on it was, well, we got Troy Brown, and he can do a lot of different things. And, heck, let's play him a cornerback for a while. I mean, just, you know. Yeah, wasn't and, and Randy Moss. I mean, Randy but Moss then he had Randy there. Moss, and he's had Gronk, and he still mm-hmm. has Gronk. And now that it's the playoff time, you'll see more from Gronk. You'll see him over yep. the middle more. You'll see those seam routes. You'll see those skinny posts. And Now, there, here's a question that leads me to a question when it comes back to Mitch Holtis yesterday. And, <laughs> you know, Mitch said that Kelsey's the best tight end in the game. And I think you can make that argument. I still think it's Gronkowski. But if, if I can't have Gronk, I want Kelsey. Kelsey's not a tight end. No. He's a hybrid. Sure. He's a, but that's the way the league's going. It is, yeah. But he is, I think it's almost two different positions. Gronk, Gronk is a tight end. He is a good blocker. Kelsey's not. So, in, in an unstoppable cover. Yes, yes. And and they're both that way as guys out in pass routes. But Kelsey, you can also split out wide. Mm-hmm. You know, Kelsey, mm-hmm. there's a lot of nickelbacks that he can back. There's not, now, they'll hang off at Gronk. But Kelsey is almost a different position. And Gronk will put it just one mitt up, and he'll catch it with yes, one hand, yes. as we see time and time again. And then rumble, and guys Spike flying the off the ball of into the. I feel bad for the ball when he does that. <laughs> I feel bad for the ground. He's awesome. He really is. He's unstoppable. So, who would you rather have? Right now. Right now. Just this. Okay, this for the year rest and of next the play- year, the playoffs, and then into next year. I mean, Kelsey's the answer going forward because he's younger. Yeah. But Gronk's, I don't think, I mean, Gronk's not shown any decline. No. He's fought back from the injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, and the New England Patriots are using him smarter. Mm-hmm. Not having, not taking the hits that don't matter. You just, you don't see him with the reckless abandonment that he, that he had early in his career and the injuries hit him. That's what happens when you play at that level with that kind of size. And you can't tackle the guy normally. Mm-hmm. You have to go at his knees. You mm-hmm. have to go at the ankle or you have to go high after him. That's the only way that you can bring him down. So it's still Gronk for me. I'm still taking Gronk for this year and, and into next season. But, yeah, long-term, it is Kelsey. Because of the age and the injury history is still there for Gronk, too. Yeah, I agree with you. Although Kelsey's uh, was that his first or second concussion? I thought, it was it two? Maybe. Uh, regardless, anytime you're talking about a brain injury here, mm-hmm. they, they add up. Well, well, we'll take a timeout. Into Iowa and Iowa State, uh, Dylan Montz will be here at about oh, 12 minutes, 14 minutes, somewhere around there. Uh, Tom Caker will be here in five. We'll do Hawks and Clones next. Still to come, Paul Allen, the voice of the Minnesota Vikings. He's brought to us by Mr. Executive. Don't wait any longer. Learn more about hair replacement and the options you have. Call Mr. Executive, 274-4049. Check him out online, Mr. Executive, MRExecutive.com. MrExecutive.com, or call them 274-4049. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines.
Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Are you paying too much for your Medicare Part D prescriptions? At Walgreens, that's a question you won't have to ask. As a preferred pharmacy with many plans nationwide, Walgreens offers co-pays as low as $0 on select plans. So switching your prescriptions to Walgreens will be worth the trip. Millions of people have Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy in their network, so you could be saving big. Switch your prescriptions and start saving today. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. $0 co-pays apply to Tier 1 generics. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, or online, washersystems.com. My name is Natasha, and I'm with Home and Greater Iowa. We've been teaming up with Iowa Wild for five years now to host Pink in the Ring. If you've never been, this is the year. Join us at Wells Fargo Arena on Saturday, February 10th. We'll have lots of giveaways and a silent auction. If you're brave enough, you can get your head shaved or color your hair pink. After the game, 
Don't miss the live jersey auction, where you could take home your favorite player's jersey. So come on out Saturday, February 10th at 6 p.m. Wear your pink and help us raise money for life-saving services in our area. For more information and to buy your tickets, go to homeingreateriowa.org. See you there. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. I know a lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Dylan Mott's coming up in about uh, eight minutes. We will get inside Iowa State. I see they just uh, announced the date of their spring game, April the 14th. Uh, the Clones will host their spring game. Uh, Iowa, I don't think they've put their date out yet. It was later last year, I recall, as they uh, kind of spread out spring football, which is good for us. Right? Absolutely. Uh, it was good for us to see the Hawks basketball put one in the win column last night. Tom Cakert joins us each and every Friday to talk Iowa. This being no different, we'll take a look back at the Ferentz press conference from earlier in the week. But back we go to Champaign last night. Tom Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you, Tom Cakert? Doing great. You guys doing well? Yes, couldn't be happier. Big weekend, uh, four football games. I was off the schneid. Let's see if the Panthers and the Clones can follow suit. Uh, Tom, uh, ten minutes into that basketball game, it it appeared like, oh boy, here we go again. What was the biggest reason for the comeback and then ultimately being able to uh, knock off Illinois in overtime? What was the biggest difference? You know, they started to play with a little bit more energy at the end of the first half. And I think Fran pointed that out after the game that, you know, the comeback really began the last, you know, three, whatever, three and a half minutes of the first half. I think the difference in the game really and what kept Iowa from being down maybe 30 was the fact that they got to the foul line and they made foul shots, which they they haven't done. I mean, this has not been a good foul shooting team and, at one point, what, they were like 19, 18 and 19 at one point, I think, and, and ended up 33 of 40 for the game. That was a huge impact on the game is, is getting to the foul line. And then I think getting that 10-0 right out of the gate mm. uh, to make it a one-possession game and start mm-hmm. the second half, I think that was that was huge for them because then it just, you know, it, it, it's a one-possession game essentially the rest of the way. Illinois jumped out to like seven at one point, but – Iowa was within shouting distance. And then finally, once they got over the hump, they never let the lead get away again. They got it tied, obviously, at the horn uh, regulation, but never let it get away. I thought your tweet, I think it was yours. Of course he did. <laughs> I think that was you that tweeted when Fraser hit I also, that. I, 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 I also tweeted out uh, minutes before then, is Andy Kaufman in the building? Yeah, I did, did say yes, that, too. Yes. yes, Too soon, I still say, Tom, too soon. <laughs> God. That's uh, mullet wearing. Uh, <laughs> Twenty four years ago, killer. I believe ninety three. Is that what it was? Yeah. Nineteen ninety three. That long yeah. ago. 
We're all getting old. Terrible. God. Terrible day. <laughs> Tom, uh, there, there are so many just positives to take out of it. Yeah, it's a win against a, a winless team, but just getting off the schneid, getting the victory. One thing I thought was interesting, though, reading Fran's comments after the game, he was asked about shortening the rotation and almost felt like he was a little bit defensive about it. a very short answer that he gave. said, well, we still played a lot of guys, but the rotation does seem to be minimizing. A few guys are getting a few minutes, but it seems like he's got his seven, maybe eight guys, depending on Craner or Pemsel, and that's where he's going to go going forward. Are you seeing that? I think what he's doing is he's shortening it as the game goes along, and he's really kind of done that anyway. I mean, he just he kind of plays everybody in the first half, sees who's maybe playing well, maybe who's not, and then kind of goes with the guys that are playing well or he feels are playing well uh, in, in the second half. And, um, yeah, you saw last night Wagner, Nunji, um, just they weren't out there a whole lot, uh, especially in the second half because they just weren't doing anything for him. So, um, and, and Pemsel just, I mean, he just had trouble closing out on guys and mm-hmm. fouling guys all the time, and that kept him out of the game. So, uh, but the, I was really happy for Ryan Creener because the kid works really hard. And he's had some tough luck fouls in that Maryland game. I know he had a couple of those, but um, but he was really productive in those nine minutes in the second half. No question, Tom. I thought he might have been one of the differences. Him and Garza, who you know, Garza. Garza's perfect from the free throw line. He's a demonstrative. Um, nine for nine from the from the free throw line, where I thought he really made his bones last night. And I just, you know, the, the, we just talked about the numbers we just put out there. All impressive. But the offensive rebounds, I mean, how many times did you see Garza go up against two guys and him come down with the ball or be able to tip it to a teammate. I thought Luca Garza was really good last night and they don't win without him. In that, that overtime bucket, even though Iowa was ahead, uh, you know, he gets the rebound off a shot and throws it back up and he's fouled and it goes in and he makes the free throw. I mean, that was just uh, and he's sitting that on was the really grass. a yeah. huge yep. moment. Yeah. And just uh, that's the moment when you kind of thought, you know what, even though they kind of, messed up at the end of the game uh they're they're uh, they're gonna win this game because he, he just play, he's an emotional guy and he plays with a lot of heart and he's getting more comfortable never gonna be a great athlete but well you never can question his his heart and effort out on the floor tom uh one negative and we mentioned the shot that went in at the end of regulation the old foul or defend mm, yeah. seemed like they were doing it correctly they had the foul to give. Well, that's easy. You give up the foul, and you let a t- little time go off. The second one put him there. They come down. Up three, less than seven seconds. It, it seems like in basketball circles anymore, it should be automatic. What happened there? Was it Fran not deciding deciding not to foul, or the players not executing that foul or defend decision? Fran has been more of a, I'm going to foul under five guy. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's it was a lack of communicating that execution to the players or the players just not executing it because I just talking to Fran in the past, he's, if it's under five and you've got them coming up the side like that, you just follow them when they get to the timeline. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what he's indicated in the past. And I was surprised that they didn't do that, but maybe that's just a young player in a situation like that where they haven't been mm-hmm. in the past. I mean, that's probably the first time Macy's been in that situation. But if you have uh, Mike Gazelle or uh, Anthony Clements out there, they probably know very well this is what i got to do when he gets to the timeline. 
foul him, but um, they didn't do it. Of course, the shot went in, <laughs> and uh, they played five more minutes. Yeah, you'd sign for that shot. I mean, that shot went in, you sure, but it goes in maybe once out of ten times, and of course it did <laughs> last night. Uh, I thought Moss' defense was – if I was looking for a negative, I thought he got lost a couple of times uh, on defense, but uh, picking nits here, nice to see him win. Tom, in our final minute with you, um, you know, what biggest takeaway from the Ferentz uh, season-ending press conference to, for you was what? Uh, that there wasn't really any big news. Um, no 10th assistant yet. There's no, um, uh, you know, real plan at center yet other than Keegan Render. Um, just nothing, no depth chart uh, that we've gotten the last few years from them. I think that's just because maybe they don't know what the depth chart is yet, and, um, and I'm okay with that. But it was just not a very newsy press conference with Kirk Ferris at all. And that's not necessarily a bad thing uh, for the first time in a while, right? Yeah, it's not. I right. mean, I remember after that tax slayer poll, oh. there were people just, you know, into treating it like Kirk was going to come out and resign that day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Tom, great stuff. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thank you, Tom Kekert. Okay. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Tom Kaker, HawkeyeReport.com, AimsTrib.com is where you can read. Well, Dylan Mons, Travis Hines, the whole paper over there, AimsTrib.com. Let's talk some Iowa State. Dylan joins us. We'll get into the Baylor game in a second. Uh, just real quick, uh, Dylan, I saw that uh, you just tweeted out, uh, Iowa State will hold their spring game on April the 14th. How will they handle it? Did they announce when they're going to start um, as far as the uh, spring, spring practices? But we know the 14th is when they'll hold the game. Yeah, so usually what happens sometime in February and they go for 15 practices is what they're, they're allotted for spring. And um, I, I'm not sure exactly if Matt Campbell will base it the same way he has in the past. If they'll go for, uh, you know, three times a week for five weeks or, you know, how they'll kind of space those out. But, yeah, the end date will be uh, April 14th, and that's usually when they hold. That's their last practice, essentially, is what it is. So, uh, yeah, we kind of get an idea now of, of – you know, when we'll see them actually in Jack Trice Stadium again. Well, we know there'll be a, a new piece of the coaching staff. We now have the name Paul Hines. Haynes going to take over, uh, former Kent State head coach and guy with some pedigree there, and a guy that, well, you got to figure, probably ran around the same circles as Matt Campbell. Yeah, and uh, I'm still uh, trying to, you know, nail down if, if that's a done deal yet. I know uh, football has reported that. Um, I have heard he's also in talks with a few other teams, but uh, if if Haynes does end up being uh, the coach, obviously uh, being a head coach, he kind of has a scheme of of what it takes to to go run a program, and then obviously being a position coach coming up, uh, mostly on defense, he has kind of another element, nice uh, nice piece of the room, but... Um, yeah, it would would be a good get if that turned up how how it falls for sure. Let's uh, switch over to basketball. I thought that uh, the team really took some steps forward um, in Lawrence the other night. Uh, you know, the final three and a half minutes, whatever it was, three minutes fifty seconds, um, but they're right in it for for thirty seven minutes. I, I I know that you know sounds like we're making excuses for a winless basketball team, but you're seeing some t- some guys take some baby steps. I thought Lard was terrific in the game. I really did. Thought it was his best game. Wiggy. Nice to see him play well again. Jackson's hitting his shots. Sure, they didn't win, but we're talking about on the road at Kansas. Um, you take some positives away from that basketball game this past week. Yeah, I think so, too. And I know the narrative has been that they can't close out these games. And that's fair, I think, for Texas and for Oklahoma State. But 
I don't know if the expectation necessarily should have been that they, um, quote-unquote, should have closed out that game just given the team and given the, the location of the game. But I think there's certainly some positives. I think, uh, obviously, Lindell Williamson has a game where he got back on track a little bit more and he did so in a big way. And so, uh, you know, hopefully that would give him a little bit of confidence as they kind of scared out the rest of uh, this Big 12 slate just to kind of uh, get some positive reinforcements and positive energy there. Um, Cameron Lard, I think, like you said, continues to, to kind of grow in, in, into his role, into his athleticism, and just kind of get used to his game because, again, uh, he's only played, what, 15, 14, 15, 16 college games. So, I mean, it's it's uh, all still relatively new for him. So I think uh, as they get those younger pieces going a little bit, that's kind of what the season is, is been about and going to be about, is getting those guys experience, learning those lessons as, as hard as they may be sometimes. But, um, you know, I, I think if they play the way they did, uh, the other night uh, on Saturday, they they could be looking at their first conference win. Well, it's Baylor coming in. They're eleven and five uh, from the Iowa State perspective. Hey, this feels like a winnable game. But from the Baylor perspective, they look at it and say there's not many road victories out there. There's probably one we have to get if we're going to be an NCAA tournament team. Really, a big game, an important game for both sides, and and different viewpoints from each of them. What do you know about the Bears coming in? Yeah, obviously they have length like they usually do under Sky Drew, mm-hmm. so that kind of provides some challenges. They run a lot of zones. Uh, again, so it's some different things than a lot of other Big 12 teams do. And um, they, they didn't win in Hilton last year, but this is a team that uh, has had one in Hilton, I think, the two previous years when they hadn't won there ever. So uh, there's some guys on the team, and especially uh, Scott Drew kind of knows what it takes to coach his way to a win at Hilton Coliseum. But I think from an Iowa State side, uh, they, even even in a loss, after a loss, uh, there probably is a little bit more confidence that uh, you know you do a couple different things here and there. Uh, live ball turnovers at the end can, can kind of cost you. If you cut down on those, uh, just play smart, make simple plays, play the way that uh, that uh, could be best. I think, like I said, you could be looking at a, at a game where Iowa State comes out on top and, and feels pretty good and um, you know, just have some positivity to put away for the first time in, in what feels like a while. Yeah, no doubt about it. And that, I think that's what you're looking for this at this point. I mean, you see, clearly, you saw some steps uh, in, in the Kansas game, the Oklahoma State figure. That's going to leave a bad taste, I think. Uh, TCU, you're on the road to TCU before Texas Tech. I mean, it's tough between now and the SEC Challenge in Tennessee. It's, we're talking about the Big 12, the deepest conference in college basketball where they're really, truly, it isn't an off night. Uh, what would this do for this team just to, you know, to get off the schneid, if you will? What, what, what do you think it does for this team, assuming they can knock off the Bears? Yeah, like I said, I think it just kind of gives them some positivity. They've already seen a couple of losses slip away at Hilton and, um, in conference play and losing to the Kansas State in the way they did and mm-hmm. having those, those losses to Texas in overtime, to Oklahoma State in overtime having a shot against Kansas being tied late and then to kind of slip down the stretch. I think coming in, playing well, and it doesn't matter if it's a one-point win and overtime, it doesn't matter. Just to, to see the scoreboard go in your favor, I think it does add some confidence and uh, some positive reinforcement that if, if you just keep plugging away, if you're you know doing the things coaches are telling you, if you're putting yourself in a good position, you're playing smart, uh, I think uh, that does go a long way. And I'm not saying that they'll rattle off you know, six or seven or eight wins or anything like that. Right. But just to have, to have something go your way, I think. Um, Get a reward. Just, it, it, a reward. It can kind of yeah. change the complexion a little bit at least. You know, Dylan, for this team to even be eligible 
for the NIT. They're going to have to go probably 7-11 and 11 in conference play and already in an 0-4 hole. You got that non-conference game with Tennessee. Maybe even that's not realistic. If that's the case, you know, how do you grind through this? How do you maybe reevaluate the goals with this program and for this season only? Yeah, I think that's a really good question. And I think, um, uh, you know, these guys aren't in the moral victories. I don't know what, uh, you know, high major program that is. But I think it kind of comes back to just being, you got to see incremental growth and incremental progression. And you can even kind of relate it maybe back to what the Iowa State football team was last year, as disappointing as some of those losses were and how they had chances against Baylor and chances against Oklahoma State and, and lost late. I think if you see growth and progression from this Iowa State basketball team, it does kind of mirror what that is. And then next year, when you get some guys in there that um, that can help you in athleticism, just depth, uh, just from a depth standpoint, I think uh, you're, you can take the lessons that you learn now in tough situations and apply them to next year um, to kind of you know not put yourself in the same situation. So I think uh, that's probably what a lot of the attention gets turned to. Good stuff, Dylan Moss. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Dylan. Thanks, guys. Take care. Good to talk to you. Last look, Iowa and Iowa State. Dylan Mont's Ames Tribune, AmesTrib.com. Kakert, HawkeyeReport.com. Paul Allen is the voice of the Minnesota Vikings. He's brought to us by Mr. Executive, MrExecutive.com. Learn more about hair replacement the options you have, 274-4049. We will talk to the voice of the Vikes when we come back on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. First Light with Evan Henning every weekday from 8 to 9 a.m. on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.875%, APR 4.05%. But choosing the right mortgage lender involves so much more than just a rate. Only Quicken Loans has earned 11 J.D. Power Awards. No other lender comes close to that level of client satisfaction. And we invented Rocket Mortgage. It gives our clients a simpler, hassle-free way to get a mortgage completely online in minutes. No one else has anything like it. And our people, each one of our 17,000-plus team members throughout Detroit, Cleveland, and Phoenix, provides absolute client satisfaction each and every day. So why would you go anywhere else to get your mortgage? Go to America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com for the best mortgage experience on earth. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. 1700 KBGG is your home for high school sports. Check out it here. Join me Tuesdays with Tip-Off Tuesdays and Fridays on Fast Break Fridays here on 1700 KBGG. Play-by-play action with girls, boys, doubleheaders, and high school wrestling taking the airwaves during these cold winter months. It all culminates with the state wrestling tournament from Wells Fargo Arena along with the girls and boys state basketball tournaments. Your home for high school sports in Central Iowa. 1700 KBGG. Start spreading the news. Variety's Black Tight Gala, New York, New York, is set for January 19th. 
Black Tie is a gala evening emceed by Des Moines native David Anthony Higgins, known for his role in hit television show Mike and Molly. The evening features cocktails, dinner, and dancing. Variety, the children's charity, works to improve the lives of underprivileged, at-risk, and special needs children by gifting bikes, building inclusive playgrounds, providing support to critically ill children, and more. Join us January 19th at Black Tie to ensure all children are able to reach their full potential. Get your tickets for Variety's Black Tie at varietyiowa.com backslash black type. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here, Ken and Trent. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and my final segment of the week. What a way to cap the week with our next guest. He's Paul Allen, the radio voice of the Minnesota Vikings, 9 to noon, and KFAN in the Twin Cities. And he joins us. PA, Trent and Ken, long week, short week, fun week. How would you describe the last five days for you? Uh, long week, yes. Uh, fun week, absolutely. Very excited for the game on Sunday. There, um, there came a point Wednesday where I kind of felt like it never would get here. But um, after practice today and spending an hour in the locker room talking to the guys about the game, um, I'm unbelievably excited for the boom at 3.40 on Sunday. 
I think uh, we all are, PA. This, uh, this to me, is the marquee game of the of the weekend. Uh, I was uh, going to leave this for Trent, but I'm going to get out of the way. Pat Eifline, uh, it, what's the status on the rookie? Well, he's no longer a rookie. Uh, the Ohio State uh, third overall pick. What's the center's status for Sunday? Well, I mean, Elfline's been battling a shoulder situation for a little while now, and um, I think it flared up. Something flared up at the end of the year so that they didn't use him. But um, I, I guess all systems are go, and he's, uh, he's very important to what they do on the offensive line. Speaking of uh, injuries, a couple other things out there right now. What, uh, what can you tell us about the other injuries? Uh, I know there was some concerns possibly about Everson Griffin with Terrence that foot Newman. injury. And Terrence Newman, maybe the bigger one. You know, I think uh, you're pretty much going to have to wait until the inactives come out on those two. I mean, they were limited in practice. And the fact that it did pop up during the course of the week, I, I guess, would be a bit concerning. Um, but, um, you know, give, given you're, you're, you are in that cliched no tomorrow scenario, uh-huh. the, the maladies would have to be really, really bad for those guys not to play. Uh, Paul, I, re- I read uh, MMQB, as I always do, and uh, whether it's uh, Peter King or, or one of his uh, talented staff, uh, you're part of, uh, I think it was yesterday's piece, uh, maybe today's, um, regarding Case Keenum. Uh, you were asked the biggest difference between Case Keenum. You heaped a lot of praise on Pat Shermer. How has Shermer got Case Keenum to be the quarterback for the Vikings that he's been this year? Well, the thing with Case is he's a very excitable guy, and... You know, with Pat and quarterbacks coach Kevin Stefanski, getting Case to channel his energy the right way, it has been a work of art. I mean, there is some artistry to coaching because a lot of it goes into the mental preparation. And Case is very smart, and Case is always ready for games. But then when, when the heat gets hot and you're actually playing the game, doing the right thing is not as easily done as it is set. So for Pat to be able to work with Case week in and week out and mold him into a guy who starts for a team that is favored in the NFC to get to the Super Bowl, it's been, it's been very impressive. Speaking of a quarterback position, Zimmer said today that he still hasn't made his, his final determination what he's going to do with Sam Bradford, activate him, put him on the 53-man roster. We're still talking about a backup spot here. With the play of Case Keenum, has this maybe overshadowed what should have been even a bigger story, what Case Keenum has done, as everybody's wondering, well, Teddy, when he comes back, what that's going to be. Bradford, if he's healthy, does he become part of the 53-man? Is this become a bigger story than maybe it should have? No, I don't think so, because you're dealing with uh, a quarterback in Sam Bradford who lit up the Saints week one, mm-hmm. a quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater who came back from a devastating injury, and, you know, there's been a lot of praise heaped on Case Keenum all season, so... The, the, the Case Keenum situation, I'm not going to say it's played out, but I think everybody knows who he is. And the biggest question with Case into this game is you've never started a playoff game, and the other quarterback has started 13 and he's going or 12, and he's going to the Hall of Fame. So, you know, that, that's a fair narrative. Now, uh, you know, I think for Zimmer and the offensive coordinator, the decision comes down to if, if Case Keenum gets knocked out of the game, which quarterback do you think gives you a better chance to win? Um, in, in taking in as much as I do up to this game, honestly, I think Bradford has looked fantastic in practice. And when I see Sam bounce around, I don't see any problems that he had from that knee injury, and his arm always has been great. With Teddy, I've seen him look really good in practice, too, for about two months. 
So it uh, it'll play itself out Sunday. You'll see. Mm. And one of the bigger matchups in the inside this football game, I think, anyways. And and help me out if you see it differently. Mike Remmers going up against Jordan, who is such a difference maker, uh, coming off the left side of that defense. Cameron Jordan, Mike Remmers. Yeah, uh, that's going to go a long way, I think, to determining this football game, Paul Allen. Well, you're you're assuming Remmer starts a right tackle. I am. You know, don't um, don't shortchange Rashad Hill and uh, the job he's done at right tackle the last month. And when he had to fill in for Riley Reef at left tackle, he was nearly impeccable. So, uh, with uh, Nick Easton out for the season, you know, I think what you got to do is determine which five offensive linemen give you a best chance to win. And um, if it's Remmer's at right tackle, he's performed well there before. And in his game against the Bears, where he played guard, he looked good there, too. So we'll see. Saints defense overall seems a little bit more vulnerable than they were maybe in the middle of the year. I talked with that earlier today with Ken. Do you see it in the same fashion? It seemed like they were at such a high level maybe a month, month and a half ago, and a little regression there. What would you equate that to? I'm with you, and I think you're seeing it clearly. And I get a little loud on this because I've I've just all week heard and seen on Twitter how improved the Saints are from week one compared to to where they are now. And I think the Vikings' improvement after losing Bradford and Dalvin Cook and some things that they've had to do defensively, specific, uh, specifically having maybe the best third-down defense in the history of the NFL. You know, just because it's a fantasy football culture and everybody focuses on offense, um, I honestly feel the Vikings' defense is being shortchanged into this game. Now, from a Saints standpoint, they um, I, I didn't like their defense against Tampa, and they just gave up 4-13 to Carolina, and there was blown coverage all over the field. So if they're going to blitz on third down the way they blitz on third down, they're going to get killed. Mark my words. Mm. Uh, will we see Xavier Rhodes uh, shadow uh, Michael Thomas this week, Paul? I mean, it would it would seem like Xavier would get Thomas a, a fair amount of the game. You know, he um, he had him a fair amount of the first game of the season. Now, Trey Waynes is a lot better now than he was week one. So I think with, um, you know, with, with Waynes and Rhodes and Harrison Smith and a good pass rush, you know, you, 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 got, you obviously have to be concerned about Michael Thomas. Ted Ginn's on a roll right now. Yeah, and this old, this old guy is as fast as he's ever been in his life. And when he got down the field for an 80-yard touchdown in the Carolina game, it was a thing of beauty, and he's really playing at a high level. So, you know, you, you need to focus on Thomas, ain't no doubt, but uh, don't forget Ted Ginn. The mood of the city and, and the state as a whole, PA, I, I love to get this from you. You have such a great perspective of what people are feeling. The bye week, now you're finally here, game just a couple days away. What's the mood up in Minnesota? Uh, it's fantastic on many levels. Uh, the Vikings are in the playoffs. They're favored to win Sunday. The Timberwolves just blew out LeBron James and Russell Westbrook in the same week, and the Wild went on the road and won at Chicago. So it's um, from a pro sports standpoint, it's really, really good right now. Uh, this is a Vikings town and Vikings state, and everybody is all in on the Vikings, emotionally all in on the Vikings getting to the Super Bowl. i got to give you credit, P.A. You told me to tap the brakes on the Rams last week. You thought Atlanta would give them all that they wanted due to the experience. Do these two teams that will play at U.S. Bank feel like they're the two best teams remaining in the NFC to you? Uh, I'm not sure because Atlanta's defense has caught fire. 
and Grady Jarrett, Deion Jones, Keanu Neal, they're playing incredibly well right now. And this is a, like I told you last week, Atlanta's a battle-tested team. Yep. They, they are not afraid of this moment. And the, Ram, the moment was too big for the Rams last week. Now, I, you know, I don't like Atlanta as much against Philadelphia as I did against L.A. And that may sound weird because Atlanta was a six-point dog at the Coliseum, and now they're giving three, you know, and everybody's on Atlanta. Uh, Philadelphia's defense and running game is going to be incredibly tough this weekend, and that is going to be an awesome, low-scoring game. Yeah, I can't wait for it. Last thing, Paul, uh, what's uh, what's keeping, not keeping Zimmer up, but what what is he worried about in this New Orleans team? What's his biggest fear uh, of the on the Saints? You know, I don't really think he has any fears because he trusts the defense immensely, and the offense at home has been really good for the most part this year. I mean, Case Keenum has 222 passes at home and two picks. He hasn't been picked off at home in almost three months. So I think Zimmer trusts the quarterback more than he has at any point this season. You know, when you're when you're trying to advance and you've got to beat Drew Brees and Sean Payton, that's tough. You know, they they in a lot of people have asked me this week, you know, about comparing week one to where we are now. Brees and Payton and Zimmer, they're gonna do it the way they know best. So there may be some, some nuances that change, but New Orleans is going to throw the ball. Peyton is going to put Brees in a, in a position to throw the ball, and Drew Brees, is, is, he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, you'll never get me to say anything bad about that guy. He's one of my favorite guys in the last 20 years of the NFL, and if he makes big plays in tight windows, who's going to be surprised? Enjoy the call, Paul Allen. Thank you, PA. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, we will talk next week, and we will preview the NFC Championship game. I cannot wait. 5.40 in the afternoon. Thank you, Paul Allen. Good to talk to you, Paul Allen, the voice of the Minnesota Vikings. I love the times next Sunday, by the way. We've seen them 2 o'clock yep. for the early game. That's AFC. 5.40 from either one of three places. U.S. Bank, mm-hmm. Lincoln Financial, or the Superdome in Louisiana. It will be in. Let's find out right now with our picks. Okay, yeah, good idea. I'll save it, Trent mm-hmm. Condon. Um, whose tee boxes? You had to beat me last week. Oh, no, you know, I think we we're all like one, three, and one. Uh, let's see. Last week, you were lost, lost. You were one, three, and one. I had a push. I went 2-2-1. Two, two Take it away, Trent Condon. The tee box is mine. We'll start Saturday. Tomorrow, Philadelphia and Atlanta. Now, if you've been listening to us throughout the afternoon, you know I think where both of us stand in this game. Wrong team is favored. Mm -hmm. The Atlanta love has gone way too far. Atlanta, that was one of my victories last week. I grabbed the points. I will not be laying them with this team. Something's been a bit off. Hey, battled in, got to the playoffs after a Super Bowl loss. That's something to actually be commended, as we've seen throughout the last 20 years. I mean... A lot of history is certainly not on the side of Atlanta, but it ends here. Philadelphia, with that good defensive front, makes it uncomfortable for Matty Ryan. Probably ugly, 17-13, 2017, but I'm going to take the Eagles and grab those points. Only getting two and a half, though, at CG Technologies. Do a little shopping. You'll probably be able to find a field goal. Next, we go to Saturday night, and it is New England, a 13-and-a-half-point favorite against Tennessee. Tennessee's bad. It's a bad football team. They were down 21-3. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat this, try to find something fun. We came up with the way to do it. It's not happening. I'm going the way that you should. Mm-hmm. New England laying nearly two touchdowns 
13 and a hook is the number. Next up, we go to Sunday AFC, and it is Jacksonville making their way over. Antonio Brown sick. Makes me nervous. Le'Veon Bell's talking about not wanting to be franchise. That makes me nervous. But it's Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. I got my wish a week ago. I get two of them now. Give me the Steelers. I'll lay the touchdown and bet against Blake Bortles. And we wrap it up with the best of the bunch. You're right. This game is as good as you're going to find. Saints making their way up to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Going with the home team. The number inflated at 5 I am going to be keeping an eye on that one, possibly some movement, but I'll go with the Vikings to cover the five. The Saints' love has gone too far. Me and Pierre on that same page with the defense. I got the Vikings, the Steelers, the Patriots, the Eagles, all home teams cover this week. My picks. Over to you, Ken. As opposed to last week where it was completely different. Well, Trent, you and I are the same in three games. I'm with you on Philadelphia. And I was glad to hear P.A. say that uh, this Eagles team is is salty. I agree with him. I like the trenches for the Eagles. Their uh, defensive line, their offensive line, both really good. Yes, Atlanta's defense is good. They can run the football. I don't know if they can against the Eagles. I'll take the Eagles. This is a one seed. They're sick of hearing about the six seed coming in to their building as the favorite. I think pride rears its head. Give me the Eagles pick number one. Trent, I wanted to pick Tennessee all weekend long. Driving in from Ankeny this morning, I wanted to pick Tennessee so badly in this football game because like America, We will be Tennessee Titans fans on Saturday night. But even with the whole country, the whole country against the Patriots, it's not enough. Patriots win and probably will cover. Instead of outthinking it, I'm like you. Just go ahead and take New England. Hope that you are wrong. Hope that I am wrong. Patriots minus 13 and a half. The game we differ on is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Because defense in the playoffs is such a crucial, crucial element. Maybe I'm uh, selling the Steelers' defense a little short here. It's not like we're talking about chop liver. But it just, I, I love this Jacksonville defense. I think Jacksonville and Minnesota, by far the best two defenses remaining in this tournament. Both have good defensive lines. Both have good secondaries. I think the Vikings linebackers are a little bit better as a group. But that's not to say that Jacksonville's linebackers are a glaring weakness but they because they are not. I'm going to take the points. Blake Bortles, he has to throw the football effectively. It's asking a lot out of your quarterback. Think about what I just said. It's asking a lot about a quarterback <laughs> to have to throw the ball in the NFL. Uh, give me the Jags. Give me the touchdown. And then um, it, it's Minnesota's year, Trent. It's Minnesota's year. New Orleans gave up a lot of yards last week against Cam Newton and company. Minnesota is going to win the football game. I know there's a lot of national media that are all over the Saints in this spot. They're wrong. Saints, I mean, Vikings plus five. Jacks plus uh, seven. Let me start again. Vikings minus five. There you go. Jacksonville minus uh, plus seven. Uh, Patriots, I'll lay the 13 and a half and uh, give me the two and a half points in the Philadelphia Eagles. What's your best bet? Mine is the Eagles this week. Mm. Don't overthink it. New England? Patriots. Oh, boy. 
Are you oh. trying to jinx them? Yes. It's okay, okay, best okay. I can. I, I, my picks have sucked. <laughs> You're nine games under 500. How many? Nine games under. Yeah, it's an expensive year. All right, we've got two more teams that need to find the win column in conference play. Yes. The Clones will have the first opportunity to do so. They host Baylor. How does this one turn out? Give me the Bears plus yeah. anything. I think Baylor, well, and it might be it's going to be what close to a pick'em game. I think Baylor be favored probably a couple. Yeah, I just don't like uh, Joe's a player. Yes, I just Lacomte is good. Yeah, Lacomte is really good. And Scott Drew is taking lesser teams in admittedly against better Iowa State teams mm-hmm. and One played year. them tough. Yeah, um, I'll take. Yeah, I think Baylor wins too. Yeah, and then uh, tomorrow night Valpo and the Panthers. They were so. Who close. did Valpo just beat this week? Did they knock off? Did they knock off Drake? They did, yeah. yeah right. right, last game out for uh, for the doggies. Right, so ended their winning streak. You and I gets off the Schneid. Panthers get off the Schneid. Home win. They get Valpo, and I think there's something like back when they were in the midcon together, and Valpo was terrible back in the '80s and early '90s. You and I's like 16 and one all time against Valpo. You wouldn't expect that. No, you wouldn't. Not a trend I would put a lot no, of emphasis no. on, though, no. if you're going back to the 80s right. and 90s. Cam Johnson's not walking through that door. No, absolutely not. Um, you and Jimmy B today from 4 until 6. Your plans are? Uh, we got a busy show. We'll be talking more Vikings. B.J. Rydell will be stopping by. Chris Andrews from the South Point Casino. Get a look at the numbers a little bit closer. Kevin Lehman on college basketball. Wolfgang will be here. And Jimmy B and myself will make our picks. Well, you just heard mine. We are deadlocked. I have battled all the way back and run down the old man. Good for you. You know, because he had a big, big lead in this. He was thing. at like 63%. Crazy. That would win a lot of tournaments in Las Vegas. Not anymore. Now he is. Back to reality. 51, huh? 42, and 2. We're deadlocked well, right now. Well, the reality of this is we're out of time for the week. We appreciate you joining us. We hope you'll do the same next week. We're here Monday through Friday from noon until 2, talking local sports with you. It's the Ken Miller Show for Trent Con and Ken Miller. Have a great weekend, everybody. Appreciate you listening to 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, Head Coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast. 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com It costs $15 per day to provide the necessary shelter, food, and veterinary care for every animal at the Animal Rescue League of Iowa. And right now we have over a thousand animals in our care. For as little as $5 a month, you can join our Loyal Friends Club to ensure that the ARL will continue to be there for animals in need. The need is now. The need is local. Visit arl-iowa.org backslash donate to start giving today. Thank you. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. 
you can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. With ARC Physical Therapy, there's no back injury slowing me down. Thanks to ARC, my knee pain is not limiting me from doing what I want to do. I'm free with ARC. ARC Physical Therapy provides individualized plans unique to you to help you get where you want to go. Eliminate your pain and discover the difference at ARC Physical Therapy. Visit one of our locations in Urbandale, Des Moines, and Ankeny. Online at ARCPT.com. ARC Physical Therapy is a proud member of the Urbandale Chamber of Commerce, the only five-star accredited chamber in Central Iowa. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to Geico. I feel like I'm on top of the world. Disclaimer, you will not be transported to the top of the world. In the unlikely event you find yourself at the Arctic Circle, seek shelter from the elements immediately to avoid frostbite and or hypothermia. Geico will not be responsible if you find yourself in a cave or crevasse with a lonely abominable snowman, who in all likelihood will force you to play games including but not limited to Go Fish, Charades, Chinese Checkers, or his personal favorite, Red Rover, Red Rover, send Yeti on over. Geico is not liable for any damages, either physical or emotional. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. The world has it out for your floors. From overwatered plants to overflowing dog bowls. But the Home Depot has new water resistant Pergo Outlast Plus laminate flooring starting at just $279 a square foot. Its 24 hour spill protection stands up to liquids for a whole day. So the world will have to wait. But you won't. The next generation of laminate flooring is here now. Pergo Outlast Plus from just $279 a square foot. Exclusively at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515 650 